Yo, today's QOD is, I will not be part of that equation. Here we go. the day show i'm your host sean croxton to seancroxton.com we got dr george fraser back on the show and as always dr fraser is going to speak some truth and share some very real talk for black america talk about some things that we really need to hear in a way that doesn't paint us as victims as most of our quote-unquote black leaders do and he's going to talk about the importance of us having money and how money is one of the things that helps us to make change in the world and in our community. He's going to talk about having each other, working with each other, networking with each other. And he's also going to talk about remembering who we really are. And I know that some of this real talk can offend some people like, oh, shouldn't be saying that. But if you're going to be offended, be offended by the thing that offended me the most about this talk. And what offended me the most about this talk as I watched it is George Fraser is speaking in a room full of black people. And toward the end of the clip, when he's talking about all these terrible statistics, they're laughing. I don't find anything funny about this. Like nothing. And so we need to get our stuff together Stop painting ourselves as victims and go out there and take control of our lives, of our money, of our family, of our businesses. George Fraser's coming up. Um, I never give a talk without grounding it in a couple of passages. I, I call them my pillars uh, from the Bible. We are spiritual people. We are the most morally grounded and spiritually rooted people in America. We're going to put a pin in that, and I'm going to demonstrate to you why that is profoundly true. And um, so I want to give you a couple of passages from which I will ground my talk. The first is Proverbs 27:21. The crucible is for silver. But the furnace is for gold. The crucible is for silver, but the furnace is for gold. Number two, passage number two, Ecclesiastics 10:19. Money answers all things. The mother's milk of all intentions is money. Money is the mother's milk of all intentions. And without money, all you have is a good damn intention. But you will not get anything done in America without money. At the end of the day, when we finish pontificating ad nauseum, about our issues, somebody's got to write a check. 
Our Jewish brothers and sisters can write a check. Our Asian brothers and sisters can write a check. Our Arab brothers and sisters, and I was in Abu Dhabi and Dubai, can write a check. Oh, they can write serious checks. <laughs> serious checks. If you ever been to Abu Dhabi or Dubai, uh, it's stupid money. Stupid, just like stupid money. We can't write a check. And therein lies at the core, in spite of the fact that we're a $1.1 trillion annual economy. That's what we are. If we were a nation, we would be the 16th richest nation in the entire world. But our money goes in one direction away from us and with some of America's most conspicuous consumers. We've taken the art of consumption to a whole new level. We do not produce anything that we buy and we do not sell anything that we purchase. We are the consumption machines of America. And when you're consuming and not producing, at the end of the day, you can't write a check. You cannot finance your own revolution. You cannot use money to assuage the deeper issues within the context of our own community. We must fix this in the 21st century. The third and final passage I want to ground my talk in is a not often quoted passage. It is a direct quote from Jesus Christ. And there are not many direct quotes from Jesus Christ in the Bible. John 5.30. Check it out when you get home. And Jesus said, I of my own self can do nothing. Now this was Jesus. Jesus couldn't get it done on his own by himself in a vacuum. So what's up with you? Why would you think you could do anything significant, anything worth talking about, anything that is sustainable on your own by yourself in a vacuum? The fact of the matter is, brothers and sisters, you cannot. This passage says to me that we were born to network that we were born to work with and through each other, that we were born to collaborate. But we have not learned this lesson. Because God has given us everything we need to succeed. We have everything we need to succeed in this great country except each other. Jews have each other. Asians have each other. East Indians have each other. Arabs have each other. We don't have each other. So God asked me to say to you on my trip here yesterday, while I was 35,000 feet in the air, he said, George, I want you to tell my black friends in Dallas at the library tomorrow morning that I ain't giving them anything else. God will not be giving black people anything else. What will we do with it? Until we demonstrate to God that we can be better stewards of that which we already have. And when we can demonstrate to God that we can be better stewards of that which we already have, we will also demonstrate to ourselves 
and most importantly, demonstrate to the world that we are a force to be reckoned with. So with all this money and all these resources, we are not a force. We have, you heard me say it, we have every single thing we need except each other. $1.1 trillion annual economy, 16th richest nation in the entire world. You could take the overwhelming majority of countries in sub-Saharan Africa, combine their gross domestic product, and it would not equal the $1.1 trillion that we bring to the table in a single year. We have brain power. We're brilliant people. Most of us have forgotten who they really are, but we are brilliant. We have surpassed W.E.B. Du Bois' dream. Remember his 90-year-old dream of the talented 10? His dream was if at least 10% of black people could get the finest education possible, he meant a college education. They would then get that education, they would then come back to their community, they would reinvest in their community, and that 10% alone would uplift the entire race. That was the boy's dream. We've surpassed that dream. 18% of black folks in America, nine, uh, yeah, 18%, uh, that's an 80% almost doubling of what uh, Dr. Du Bois wanted for us, right? 18% of black folks in America have at least a four-year college degree or better. So let me say that another way. We have a lot of PhDs in our community. We now need some PhDs, right? We need some PhDs. So we are brilliant people. And here's an interesting statistic you don't hear very often. 60% of the black workforce, nearly 9 million of us, are in executive, managerial, supervisory, professional specialty, vocational, technical, administrative sales, and business ownership positions. That is an army of potential role models and mentors to help those who are stuck in the cycle of poverty. In fact, there is no army in the entire world larger than the army of black people that have succeeded in this country. So make no mistake about it, success runs in our race. But the question is, what are we doing with this? What is the state of mind of black America. If Dr. King were to come back here today, 50 years after his death, he would be ecstatic that Barack Hussein Obama is president. He predicted it. He predicted there would be a black president within 40 years. But he would be angry with black people about every single thing else. He would just simply look at black people and say, is this what I took a bullet for? Is this what I took? We're at the bottom of every single statistic that matters in America. And we came over here on the Mayflower for the 35th year in a row. We're at the bottom of the SAT scores for the 35th year in a row. Asians are now at the top. They've replaced white males and white females. And I don't even want to get into the statistics. You know what the statistics are. And we ought to be ashamed of ourselves. There was an interesting article on the front page of USA Today not long ago. I hope you saw it. It was on the front page below the fold. It was about, it was about black people and their money. Baby boomers. My generation. The most read newspaper in the United States, USA Today, about black people and their money. Here's what they said. They said that baby boomers, black baby boomers, will be the first generation of Africans in America to raise another generation of Africans in America that will not do better than them. So in the 400-year history of our people, we are the only generation to raise another generation that will be worse off. So A, we need our asses kicked. B, you can count me out of that. I will not be a part of that 
equation. And you must not be a part of that equation. That was the one and only Dr. George Fraser. He does not have a website, but you can follow him on Instagram. You can watch today's talk on YouTube. It is called Part One of Three, George Fraser, Ride or Die 2015 Empower Series. All right, my friend, I'll see you tomorrow. We're going to wrap up the week with Zig Ziglar. Have a great day. I'm out. Peace. Peace.